Do you have a virtual team that's struggling? Is it that you're struggling to manage them or they're struggling in some other way producing? Are they struggling? Yeah, let's talk about it. I got some ideas that might help you. Hey everybody, welcome to Build Your Team. I am your host, Atiba. I have been building teams for my businesses for over 20 years, and I'm here to share with you some of the strategies, tips, and tricks that I've learned. Um, I've also been building virtual teams for over 10 years now, um, so I have lots of experience there. And this is one of those questions that comes up a lot because teams struggle. And there are lots of different reasons why teams struggle, but I'm going to submit to you that it all comes back to one word, and I am going to give you today three tips slash strategies-ish of how you can affect this one word. Okay, y'all ready for it? Here it comes. Drum roll, please. Communication. Yup, communication. When teams are struggling, 99 times out of 100, it's because there are communication gaps. Communication challenges, communication issues, whatever you want to call them. You're having a problem with communication, okay? And if you stop and you think about your team, you can say, yeah. You know, you may say, well, you know, they're not meeting my expectations. Okay, guess what? That's communication. Well, you know, they're they're just not producing the right. That's communication. A any way you slice it, it comes back to communication 99.99% of the time. So I'm going to share with you three tips slash strategies of how you can better your communication. Now, I'm not proposing proposing these as the only things that you can do, but these are three things that you can do that I believe would greatly help you. Here's number one, and you may not like this one, by the way, but here's number one, recruit better people. Now, what do I mean by that? Because that's so very subjective, Atiba. Recruit better, man, people are nice, they're wonderful. I'm not saying that they're not, but did you recruit people first for fit that are gonna fit your organization and fit in on your team? And then two, did you recruit people that have complementary skill sets and or experience? Did you do those two things? I guarantee you, you didn't. I guarantee you, you didn't. And I'm telling you that because I still struggle with that. Everyone still struggles with that, okay? It's a constant thing of trying to make sure that we hire people that really fit into our company culture and then can also do the job that we need done. That's a huge struggle that all of us face. But until we recognize the struggle and start saying, okay, I'm going to change the way I hire and how I recruit and I'm going to recruit first for fit. Now, if you don't know what that means, I've got tons of videos on this channel talking about how you recruit. We're going to link some of them up, up above for you, but I've got tons of videos talking about how we recruit and find those people who are going to be a good fit for your environment. Now, how does the fit affect communication? 
You see, when people fit in your environment well from a personality standpoint and then from a production and get the job done standpoint, what you end up with are people who share similar values. And people who share similar values often will communicate in similar ways. And that, my friends, is how it helps your communication. Because everyone starts to realize we're pulling on the same reins or we're trying to go in the same direction because we value the same things. So that's my tip slash strategy. Number one, hire better people, recruit better people. Number two, number two, make sure you're having meetings. Now, hear me on this. I'm not saying that you should have a meeting every single day. Well, depending on how complex your projects are. But in general, you shouldn't have meetings every day. But here's what you should be doing. You should make sure in the virtual environment that everyone on your team has a touch point with their direct supervisor. Could be you, could be other people at least once a week that they have a meeting, even if it's just 30 minutes, with that person at least once a week, okay? On top of that, one of the things that we do is we have weekly team meetings. So we may have this little team over here, and it may only be two people who are working on this project or even this client, they're gonna meet once a week, have a check-in. In that check-in, what are they going to do? Well, they're, it's not just a, hey, how you doing? Let's all hang out. Me, me, me. No, 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 no. We create scorecards. So there are things that we're measuring on a weekly basis. And we get together at these little check-ins and we go over our scorecard to see how we're doing. How are we, how are we progressing? Are we getting towards our goal? Are we on track for whatever it is that we're working towards? So at least once a week, you want small group team meetings to have conversations to see to check and see where things are and if things are starting to get off track that it can be caught and that the team can help each other get back on track hugely important hugely 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 important now i know what some of you would say oh a weekly atiba man can't we just do monthly weekly seems like so much and i get it I get it, but let me tell you this. Monthly didn't work in face-to-face environments. In face-to-face environments, you had you may have had a monthly meeting, but then there were all these little check-ins because you saw the people. And so you had an idea of what was going on. In the virtual environment, when you're not seeing people, monthly is way too long. You need that meeting once a week. Doesn't have to be long. Some of the meetings that we have are 15 minutes, guys. 15 minutes in and out does not have to be long. Some of them do last an hour, just depending on the team, what they're working on and how complex it is. Number three. So that's my second tip. My third tip, my third tip. Make sure that the process of how you make decisions in your company is very, very clear. You see, this is something that plagued environments when we were all in person the nebulousness of knowing who actually had the final say 
and what actually was about to happen and how was a decision really going to get made. And whereas you can feel that tension when you're in person with someone, whereas the fact that it would feel like there's an elephant in the room or it might fester a little bit when you're in person, you completely don't get that in the virtual space. In the virtual space, a lot of that stuff can be completely missed. And it leaves your employees in a position where they don't often know, can I make this choice? Does somebody else need to make this choice? Who's on first? I don't know. And so creating a clear chain of command of how decisions are made, again, getting back to communication, right? And obviously, Step two is also communication because that's a meeting. So that's clearly communication, right? But here, getting back to communication, how are decisions made? Who's responsible? Who is this dependent on? Getting to those moments will absolutely help you build your team, okay? Because it's going to create a culture where everyone has accountability, everyone knows what's going on and they can communicate well and get start going all the way back to where we started. If you're having issues on your team right now, it's because of communication. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Absolutely guarantee it. I just gave you three of the biggest areas of communication where businesses fail. Are there more? Yes, there are more, but I would tell you, start with these three. If you're not doing these three in a virtual environment, start now. Start now. Find better people, people who fit together. Make sure you're having appropriate meetings and meetings scheduled. Doesn't have to be long. And those meetings are check-ins and let's see what's actually going on. Let's check some statistics and see how are we actually doing, okay? How are we actually doing? And then third, master the decision-making process. Make sure that everyone knows what the decision-making process is for everything. The way we do that, let me just give you an aside. The way we do that, we have tons of SOPs for everything. And the SOPs have the decision points. So you know who's responsible for the decision. So if you reach a point and you don't know what to do, you know who to go ask. So. That's literally my three cents, guys, on communication in your business to help your team that might be underperforming right now to perform better for you. Hey, I hope this helps. If you have any questions, drop them down below. I'm here for you. Want to hear from you. Bye, everybody.